Welcome all and thank you for tuning in to Lending in Digital Times, an Indicina production. My name is Waliaba and I'll be your host for this episode. If you are interested in a podcast that tackles the technology helping to transform the consumer lending space, then this is the show for you. My job here is actually very simple. My job is to provide a platform for amazing thought leaders throughout our industry. Consider this podcast, if you will, your resource to all things consumer lending. Okay, everyone, um, sitting with me here today is our chief data scientist, Mr. Carlos. Um, Mr. Carlos has over 14 years experience in building and leading global companies in banking, fintech, and real estate startups. So I'm not going to be the one to introduce Mr. Carlos. I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. So Mr. Carlos, can you please introduce yourself and tell us a bit, take us down memory lane and tell us a bit of how you got here and what you've done in the past? Sure. Thank you. Thank you very much for the question. Well, um, well, I'm an economist. Um, I've been working on banking for more than 15 years now. I I started working uh, in in my in my home country, Peru, at one of the largest uh, banks there, BCP. I started basically as a junior member on a team that was developing credit scoring models, the first generation of credit scoring models for an $8 billion portfolio. Um, I spent a couple of years there just learning all the trade and learning from scratch how the banks actually use these models to 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 make better business, right? And after spending a couple of years there, I was um, part of a, a research that was done by Harvard University. Basically, um, I worked with a couple of professors from the Kennedy School of Government that were trying to find new alternative ways for banks to lend to the unbanked population, which usually represents about 90% of the population in, in these markets. I spent one year there with them. We were looking at different uh, data sources like uh, back then i'm talking about 2010 um, uh, looking at at the nascent recent uh, mo mobile data looking at, at tools like uh, using psychometrics tools right and many other types of uh, data that, that was being very new and, and very nascent back then after spending one year with them we successfully developed a new technology uh, we uh, publish a, a book about it, and we decided to create a new startup to sell this uh, tech to, to to lending institutions. So I spent there for around seven years. It it was a company called EFL Global was sold um, to a Singapore company in 2017. But yeah, that 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 gave me like, like a really good experience. We we escalated the business to twenty seven countries in Africa, in Asia, and in Latam. Uh, we served more more than a hundred more than a hundred lending institutions across banks, microfinance institutions, retailers, and fintechs. Um, I I I was basically leading the data science team from, and we built hundreds of models that were used to. Two billion dollars to 1.5 million people in these 27 countries. So that uh, was a great experience. 
um, I said the company was sold in 2017 and around 2018 I I, I, I met Yvonne and when she told me about what, what she she to to do with, with Indicina for Africa for me was like a match made in heaven right because uh, all the all this expertise and knowledge of uh, the African market there was such a big uh, huge huge amount of potential it, it was like I had spent my last 10 years of a professional life just just getting ready for for that opportunity right um, so yeah so that's a little bit about my my uh, background that is an impressive portfolio uh, I'm really inspired <laughs> thank you very much for sharing um, no, so you. talking about Yvonne and Indicina, um, so what, what do you do for, for Indicina? Sure, so right, right now at Indicina, I'm, I'm the chief data scientist and basically I'm in charge of the team that is um, building and deploying uh, all the different uh, models that we use uh, to help our clients make their decisions along the, the, the path customer life cycle, right? The, typically, like the models that we build, what they do is they they help these clients to transform information that they have, or in case that it doesn't create new, new, new information and capture this information into better credit decisions. Wow, yes. So you finally hit the nail on, the, on its head. Um, I wanted to talk about um, the credits credit more than it. I really want to know how credit scoring works. Um, so just talk us through, you know, what is a model, type of models, the type of data that I use for models, demographic transactions versus telco data, social media data. Just talk us through, just, you know, just take me through the entire process on how it works. Sure, sure. So I, I, th I think better, better be, be I, I dive in just to give like a little bit of, of context and, and right like why why are these models important uh, right um i think that the main reason be, behind it is that credit is one of the major issues in right um if we take a step back and we think about it like our modern world depends upon credit, right? There are entire economies that are driven by these people's ability to buy now and pay later, right? Indeed, like 200 years ago, it it, it was like a money, but in today's society, it's it's considered almost like a right, right? And to provide this credit is a risky business, right? Uh, borrowers defers on their ability and willingness to pay, so banks don't usually know like who should I lend to, right? Like every credit but borrowers need uh, the the lenders need need to decide who to lend to right and and at, at the extreme of the situation is like lenders can lose all the money that they lend right so it is in some way is it is like a gamble and in that sense like lenders like banks and financial institutions and uh, retailers fintechs right they're always looking for means to improve their odds when they lend right so that is just to establish like like why why is this important what we do yeah. with what we do with a with with a credit um credit uh, scoring uh, specifically right is to assess right the credit risk of the borrowers and the way that we do it um i think that the best way is to exemplify 
right? Like, let's say that an applicant into a bank and applies for a loan, right? There are like two, two outcomes out of it. They get rejected or they get accepted. Among the people that get accepted, right? They're they are gonna be given loan. Some of that people are actually gonna be considered like good clients. And some of that people are are gonna default uh, and are gonna fail to, to honor that, that credit. And they're gonna be labeled like bad clients, right? The key question for, for us is, can we use data to predict who among these future applicants will be good payers and who will be bad payers, right? Can we use data to, to assess applicants' willingness and capacity to pay? And can we use that data to actually better future lending decisions? That is what we um, are, are always looking to, to uh, do with credit scoring models, right? So the simplest way to, to define them is credit scoring is a set of decision models, right, and their underlying methods that are used by lenders to rent credit, right? Now, when we dive a little bit more into how that it's done, right, uh, the majority or the most to credit scoring, right, is that it's solving a classification problem, right? If we have like good payers and bad payers, what we want to do is we want to use statistical models to discriminate who are the good payers from the bad payers. And usually that is through some statistical that basically estimates what is the probability of being a bad payer given features or given some characteristics of, of the applicants, right? And then what we do, what, what we do is we use the output from the credit scoring models, sort rank, all the applicants according to risk. So we can know, okay, this group of applicants, you know, have higher risk of uh, paying back. This other group of applicants have lower risk, right? At the end, we use credit scoring's output to identify what is the credit risk, right? Uh, uh, to, to allow financial institutions and the lenders to make uh, better decisions, right? Um, but you, you could also ask, right? Hey, but Carlos, like, what sets credit scoring apart, you know, from other solutions that exist in the market, right? Like microfinance or just banks that are using, for example, um, long, long officers, right? Why should we use credit, credit scoring? And this is like diving in like a little bit more into what sets Indicina apart, right? I think that the best way to answer that is that credit scoring, right, uh, is set apart from other solutions that are more based on human judgment right or are based on on expertise and and on experience because once credit score models have been developed and implemented right uh, it is successfully able to provide an objective quick a lot cheaper and data-driven assessment of credit risk right and here it's important to remind ourselves that whenever there is a there's a system that grants credit using humans right humans have a lot of bias right there are some interesting uh, studies uh, in the research literature for example that loan officers tend to systematically and statistically approve more people after lunch and you can guess why <laughs> just because they are happier right uh, yeah yeah <laughs> Right. Then, then there, there, there are many other uh, studies that, basically um, and systematically, loan officers tend to approve more people toward the end of the month or two 
the end date of of their quarterly or uh, semester goals, right? And that's yes, that's, that is like a very obvious one, right? So just just to be like very very clear, like if there is one takeaway, I love people listening to this podcast to take with them is that credit scoring and the type of credit scoring that we see now, right, is is more objective, is quick, is faster, it's more accurate. It's a lot cheaper also, right? And it's very data-driven assessment of credit risk, right? So yeah, that's, that's, that is just to talk like later on. Like I could be talking for, for hours about this topic. <laughs> yeah, I know. Imagine, <laughs> but uh, I, I just want to be to keep, keep on time and keep it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so thank you. I think you touched on a lot of topic. Um, you touched on a lot of questions I was going to ask. I was going to ask how Indicina plays differently, but I think you touched on that already. Um, but you know, while we round up, is there a parting shot? Um, is there a message you want to share with um, anyone that is planning to go into this business? Um, any um, digital lending platform that is also thinking of, you know, um, using AI to kind of um, process um, credit. Do you have any advice for them? Do you have any parting shot? Yeah, sure, sure. So I think that you know, from from all the experience, like every time that I get approached or we get approached, you know, but some new financial institution, some some executive, you know, asking, okay, like I think I know that I have to become more data driven, but I don't know where to start or I don't know how to. Some of the pitfalls that I would suggest to, to avoid are the following. So first, right, um, don't fall into the trap of uh, the shiny or the fancy things, right? Lending um, is a business, right? And if you're going to apply any statistical, machine learning, data science, data-driven methods, right, it needs to go hand on hand with an expert knowledge of the business. You need to know how the business works, right? This means that yeah. your problem is not going to be solved just hiring, you know, like a team of machine learning engineers or some PhDs on data science and machine learning, right? They don't have the deep expertise and knowledge about the business, about the market, right? They they could even do more harm to benefit, right? So yeah. sought after and look after, you know, uh, companies, um, uh, com companies that you know have that deep expertise about the uh, business and that they know just the techniques and the methods right uh but they, they they also have deep expertise on the business and how to apply them to get the most of them wow thank thank you for that i'm sure someone out there is taking notes um thank you very much for you know i mean it's, it's 11 a.m there i think um, thank you very much for sharing your money with us. Um, I appreciate Um And I'm sure I will reach out to you later in the future for more for more topic. Thank you very much, um, Carlos. My pleasure, Wells. Thank, thank you very much. Have a good one. We'll be in touch. Yeah, sure. Bye. Did you enjoy this episode? Feel free to reach me at adewali.otolori at indicina.co. Until next time, thanks for joining.